What's up, ladies? <laughs> What's up, ladies? That's your How that's your doing? sign on this week. I'm okay. I got a little. We got a little feedback. Oh, we got some feedback. Good or bad? Yeah. Uh, she's a fan. Oh, okay. But, but was like, you know, the one criticism I have is I never hear you talk about women, and I was like, <laughs> you're gonna hear about it now. <laughs> What's up, ladies? <laughs> How the fuck is it going, women? Wait, females? so the feedback the feedback was. No, there's not enough uh, talk about women from this two guy podcast. She was like, she said something like, I don't think I've ever heard you guys mention the word women or woman. And I was just like, I talk, and I told her, I was like, I talk about Hunter not being able to please this woman like every episode. Yeah. Like, yeah. I was about to say that's that, a main, that's a main throwaway through this is like you, well, did you do it? Did she mean sex. like we need to talk about like lady stuff, like lady issues and stuff? I thought is that, that was what she's bad. looking for. Yeah, like, are we trying to mansplain? I I stick to the hard dude issues. Yeah, I was about to pod. say. I feel like we're kind of staying in our lane here, and I'm not really sure that we've been but, invited by the lady community to well, start we are talking now, about so their I'm shit. Skid all over that lane, baby. <laughs> I'm going in. I'm next. Next time, uh, we're gonna get some. We're gonna get a woman article okay lady article about periods. i almost thought you were gonna say we're gonna get a woman guest no definitely nope. not no 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 <laughs> well i'm not trying to go this that's too far yeah you know that's true that's true we should give our point of view just to us women. about women to women about women, women. <laughs> yes exactly exactly you're gonna hear it from us first that would be a good uh title for our podcast would be two yeah. women about women yep yeah, and uh, we're ready for it. So, so ladies, what's good? I hope you're. I hope you're all bundled up. It's snowing <laughs> here in Portland. I hope you guys are just all cozy with whatever the shit you like to do with your warm socks and your fucking hats. You know, your fucking hats. I hope you've got your indoor hats on. You got your indoor hats, and uh, what else do women? Big. Love? I'm thinking big indoor hats too. You know those big hats. You know what I'm talking yeah, about? I said cats, but I think you heard hats. I heard hats, and, okay. and that's what I'm rolling <laughs> and ran with. with it, and we ran. Okay, we're going to run with these hats. Yeah, I'm thinking big Russian Orthodox hats. Yeah, yeah. Um, Big the floppy hats. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Those big, big floppy big hats. Old hats. You'd wear what on a beach women, or inside your house. Right. What do women like? That's a good question. I don't know. Mel really. Gibson made a movie about this called What, what a Bold Move by Mel you know, has anyone yeah. talked about that? How he was just like, you know what? I'm going to call a shot right here. Um, Mel was like, oh, they don't like Jews. I'll tell you that. <laughs> they fucking definitely don't like the Jews. <laughs> That'd be funny if during that movie, uh, he did find his soulmate. And it was just a super anti-Semitic woman who the only thoughts he could hear were her like wishing death on the Jews. <laughs> yeah, uh, that, that seems like, those- Yeah. Those good, mind reader movies, they never give you like an, it's always just like, ooh, boobs or, you know, whatever, right. you know, but obvious like, shit, basically. They will, I want to hear like, you know, some horrific shit about yeah. the human psyche that's yeah. going on in there. Yeah. Dark, you know, when people just think dark thoughts to themselves oh, that they're trying God. to repress, you know, why You're isn't like, there any of that? When you thank God that there is a filter between yeah. you and your mouth, right. you know, you're like, wow, God, I'm glad I'm not saying this right now because... Yeah, I'd be done. I'd be but in maybe trouble. Maybe we'd be. Maybe we'd all be better if it just all flew out. You know? Would we? I don't know. I feel like it would just be like a war zone, essentially. But you would get used to it. We would have evolved to get used to like mm-hmm. 
people like, just saying crazy be, shit all the time. Speaking I mean, of honestly, women, people do say crazy shit all the time. And oh, I don't think yeah. we are used to it. But that's only because there's only certain people. Like, if we all right. said it. Because everybody kind of appreciates the guy or gal who says, see, look, I'm already including more women in my example. There you go. I there used you go. to just, I would have just said guy before. Guy, this only guys. But now I'm yeah. saying guy or gal. If a trans person reaches out, I'll say a they. But right. until we get that critique, I'm just keeping <laughs> to the binary, you, folks. I like you're such a capitalist. You're like, listen, I need proof that I need proof that, that, that the audience a problem. Has... <laughs> you know, <laughs> and then I immediately pander to it. Essentially, and then I'll pander, 100. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We will, I will pander. Be, I will be Nike to Black Lives Matter if I get any type of critique. <laughs> <laughs> I will be, I will be signing Kaepernick. I'll be doing exactly right. what I right. you know. So right. But, but yeah, if yeah. you're a you know guy or a gal, and uh, you know, I think they appreciate those people who say whatever the fuck is on their mind. You know, that's like a, that's like a. Oh man, that guy doesn't have a filter. At least right. when I was fifteen, and that's what I was doing. Do you that's, th- do you th- that's how I was. Cool. <laughs> do, you, do you think people? I, I I'm not sure. I mean, I guess I get what you're saying that sometimes people appreciate uh, the the absence of a filter. Right. But. Also, though, there are plenty of people walking around without filters who are where it is definitely not appreciated, I would say. Yeah, you got to be cool without a filter. If you're yeah. just a fucking lunatic. But isn't that like... almost, aren't you also kind of putting a filter on your... That's without, true. Like you're yeah. saying like, you shouldn't have a, have a filter unless you have uncool things to say, in which case you should put a filter definitely on Definitely filter that and actually more <laughs> of a filter. We need to stop all that shit. I guess I'm saying if God made you cool, let it fly. But if he made you a fucking loser, right? don't be playing around with our fucking minds. Like I, like, I like you bringing God into it too. Like God sat down and made, you know, cool people. Yes. And then with, with God, cool opinions and thoughts. Yes. Yeah. Like they were right for Vice, right? Oh, like God yeah, made yeah. a list from the day one. He's like, these people could write for Vice. These people will write. There will be Vice. There that will was be like- Vice. I'll make Vice, <laughs> and then I'll make these people who could write for them, and then I'll make people who can't read Vice and would never be able to write for Vice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. so true. Like my mom, no way she's reading Vice, dude. dude. I've no only way. heard about your mom. Well, your mom though is like cool in a different way because she'll send you weird T-shirts that aren't the right size for you yeah and i respect that in a mom she's like hey i was at marshall's my boy's still a a small right <laughs> and she sends you these t-shirts and you're like i don't what am i gonna do with this yeah and it's like i'm a 31 year old person mom and yeah you think you i'm a 31 year old small at this you point said, you hesitated to say man you almost said man. i almost said man yeah, and then i, I changed I it to, you're like i let it man, yeah i'm a person <laughs> I'm a little person. Well, I, I, yeah, I just wanted to speak to what I'm qualified to speak for, which is yeah. I definitely qualify as person. I yep. I, I agree no with that. No one is doubting that. Yeah. I'll tell you that. Whenever that someone sees Hunter, they go, that's a fucking person. That's right a person. There. Okay. You that's, know? You know, a man? Uh, Question. I don't know. There's some I questions. Know. I'd have to go got, to like a man's school, you know? And they'd have to teach me. There should be men's schools. Uh. <laughs> Well, I think they do have like men only Catholic schools, if that's what you're talking about. Like and those separated work by out gender. Well for people. I oh they I bet out, they do, yeah. They work out well for the priest. <laughs> okay. It's a good time over there, I bet. Right, yeah. 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 A school did, with no women. Hmm. 
Roughhousing. I bet you there's so much roughhousing. Oh my God, boys love to rough roughhouse. They so do. I can just they, see it now. They're in their uniforms and they're wrestling around. Yeah. And then maybe a shirt pops open and yeah. people are yeah. touching Their shirts on each are all other. off. They're just their even the audience is taking shirts off. They're just yeah, like yeah. It's kind of like wow, and they're all like ripped. Yeah. And they're sexy. ripped boys. You know, ripped like ripped boys. boys. Oh God, just a good ripped boy. <laughs> I love a ripped boy. Who doesn't? It's impressive when you're like Jesus. Yeah, because I played like this is right. That's what I well, say. I played sports in high school, and there was like a couple boys. Like now that I look back, who were mm-hmm. like ripped. You know, they were. I was like on the basketball team, and and it was just such a stark difference between my boy body, right, and their boy body. Right, like, right. It was wild. I was like, wow, look at those development that you got there. Yeah, it's like you've you've got your just kind of boy squishy flesh. Don't... And then these, like, tanned, like, leather boys. Like, they're just, like, they got hides, you know? I I played a basketball with this guy named Norman who could do the peck bounce trick. What? Each individual peck could bounce. (laughs) And I was like, you're, like, 16. (laughs) What the fuck, Norman? Yeah. But he's a personal trainer now. He's fucking still ripped. So he went into the... He went into his lane, you know, that he was right. supposed to be in. Yeah. He's like, I'm good at this body stuff, and I'm going to stay in that. That's great. Yeah. Good for him. I feel like, you know, I I don't feel like I really had that, you know? And I don't think you really did either, and I think that's how we got here. I think that's really how it kind of works yeah. out. Yeah. It's weird because I feel I couldn't have ever been like a bouncy pet guy. Like right. I'm not a fucking Terry Crews, but I feel like I had a, a window mm-hmm. where I could have been that kind of like slender taut bod. Like yeah. a, I could have been a swimmer bod, I feel like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that makes and sense. I, and I missed that because I guess I was like too depressed to believe in myself, I think, <laughs> that I could be like attractive. <laughs> like just, right, right. I had a negative self-image, so I wasn't able to like do the push-ups it was was kind of a nostradamus type thing you know what i mean like you saw your future as not being this like cut swimmer boy you know right i was like well i was like there's no way that this jake can be that it's like un, it's un, it's against god so i was just like just don't just kind of skate by on your metabolism and that thing slowed down this year because daddy's packing on the fucking pounds. Oh, dude. Yeah, don't even get me started on these new pounds I am packing. <laughs> I am, it is messed I am, up. I am packed, bro. Let's dude. just say your boy is packed and he is, he's ready to... to, to sh- if we have any personal trainers out there, which I'm sure oh, this it's pod gonna, is big that industry in the personal is, training well, community. I just think that industry is about to explode. Yeah, okay? I need to get on Robinhood and invest in some personal trainers because yeah, I'm trying really to make should. a quick... I'm trying to short some personal trainers here <laughs> and make some major money because, yeah, the the pound industry is, 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 is climbing through the roof. Yeah. Yeah, basically everybody's stuck in a situation of, you know, whatever your whatever your deal was for maintaining your body at whatever whatever size and shape you liked whatever it was right. that's been uprooted unless unless you unless this was your lifestyle before completely which to be honest mine almost was i yeah, just didn't realize weird. my whole thing was hung up on the idea that i was going to walk across town later today <laughs> and if you take yes. that out of the formula yes. i am fucked your entire physical routine was 
well, I got to go walk somewhere later on. <laughs> that was it. It was completely built upon not having a car because my right. car broke. And that was exactly. like, I was hanging my whole, uh, uh, like, health hat, essentially, yeah. on just not having a car. Well, every Sunday, we would pretty much walk home from the show. Yeah. Yeah. And that was a good walk for you. Right. Then you started getting rides from people, and I knew it was kind of downhill from there. You were like, well, I'm getting a ride with Harlman. I was like, this guy's going to be a fucking tubby piece of crap. Dude, that's months. true. Harlman was giving me rides all the time all there the time. at the end. All dude. of a sudden, I was like, wait, you're what? <laughs> He's like, yeah, yeah. Harlman's going to give me a ride. I was like, okay. And yeah. I'm just watching that waistline fucking balloon, and now that's here true. we are. That's true. Yeah, and now it's like Harlan's gone. You know, I'm not even not even getting those rides. Yeah, he's dead, bro. He is he, dead. Oh no, is he? No, <laughs> he died. So he's gone. I miss man. that guy. I wonder if he yeah. if he listens. Hey, I miss you, dude. Um, and, and a lot he of free rides. Your rides, bro. Yeah, <laughs> he yeah dude. Those rides, most of all. Yeah, Harlan. The other day, I was just sitting outside my house. I was waiting for you to come pick me up. I needed to yeah. go somewhere, and I was like, "Where's my Harlan?" He was like. You just, what, you can't drive 1,400 miles to pick me up and yeah. go to the store? Yeah, when are you going to come get me, okay? Yeah. The the so, way it worked, it was a good deal, because he'd give me a ride, and then me and him would uh, sit and, and drink and, and commiserate, essentially. And it was, uh, it, it's, it was, it's a good deal. Honestly, me and you had a deal like that, where the way it worked was I would give you a ride, and then would, we would talk shit until like 3 in the morning, just like yeah. in the car outside your place with my car running. Right. It was weird though because I feel like I was mostly the talker. That's true. Yeah. It was kind of <laughs> so I don't really know what you got out of it actually. <laughs> <laughs> you gave the ride and you were the therapist. You actually got no problems of your own solved. Yeah, that's a that's a good point. In those days so, it was very much kind of sliding to one side. Yeah. So Yeah. So sorry about that. You know, I mean but no I, was, I hey, a real a relationship, Jake. Is, right. it's it's a beginning a middle and an end and sometimes one side has to take more than the other and sometimes sure. the other side has to take more than the other yeah i feel like later down the road i could i paid you back a little bit oh yeah know? no and that's how i do it is i get on the front end <laughs> yeah I, if things are going well for me i'm like you know i try and get uh, some right. debt accrued exactly so yeah. that relationship debt is a good way to look at it oh yeah i, I yeah. like to accrue it everywhere and then you just start cashing it in when you're having a rough year yeah. And bam, it really makes a difference. Yep. Yeah. And I was in a lot of, I was in like subprime mortgage. Oh yeah. You're basically you. an indentured servant. <laughs> I was just like, <laughs> I always had a fucking gun in my mouth. I was like, what do you think? Should I just pull this fucking trigger, dude? <laughs> oh fuck. I cannot believe how depressed I let a woman get me. <laughs> I'm never going to let that happen again. See, there we are. We're talking about women. We're back there to you women go. We're and back how you ruined it. our fucking lives. Um, <laughs> Yeah, no, but it's good. So, ladies, I hope you're, I hope you're happy. You know, I hope you're okay. You know, I don't. You know, know. V Day, V Day is coming up. Actually, technically, this is our V Day episode. Oh yeah, it's I our V Day episode. Yeah, because yeah. Uh, we're we're recording this on a Friday. V Day's on a Sunday. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, I hope you. Uh, I hope you get a box of chocolates, maybe a singing telegram, Dude, maybe get yeah. COVID from the singing telegram. Oof. Not no, hopefully not. Hopefully not. But <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. What what what's Valentine's Day like? I mean, you care about it obviously because you got your no. little decorations. But yeah, no... it, it literally says Happy Valentine's behind. You. Oh well, that's for other people. That's for <laughs> that's for my stream. Essentially, I like to we, we like to decorate my background for my streams. Okay, uh, to be various holidays, but 
it's hard to it's hard to really celebrate any holiday in the world how it is yeah, you know are we celebrating folks and also like we were just talking about you know my extra weight and this is a this is a <laughs> chocolate eating holiday you really think i need that right now is some chocolate yeah, in me it's tough i mean it's i'm tough. gonna do it like i'm gonna well, eat chocolate obviously yeah of course you're gonna stuff your fucking fat little face but that's great <laughs> yeah yeah i'm gonna dress up like cupid and i'm gonna wear my little right. diapy and i'm gonna eat chocolate all day okay well, cupid's kind of a pudgy little fucker so you know you're gonna be well he's got that baby fat that's what i would say he's kind of, he's, he's he's got kind of chonk right. baby chonk i'd call it well, we, that's the thing. Everybody is fat at one point, but some mm-hmm. people lose it, and then some people just keep the baby fat. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, it goes, it goes a lot of different ways. Right. So, I don't know. Do you think your lady is looking at you like, God, you want to do some fucking push-ups? Or like, yeah. What um, do you think? What do Because you, you ever worry? I mean, I worry about that all the time. Like, I'm just like, I want to get inside their minds. Here's another thing, ladies. We don't know what you think. That uh, movie? Yeah. Right. Is a lie. It, it's a lie. I Mel have, lied to us. Mel lied to us because I have no idea. Like I, I'm constantly questioning. I'm like, all right, what do you think about me? Really? You fucking piece of shit. You know, that's my <laughs> thoughts. I'm just like, what the fuck do you really think about me? The, those sound like good as your therapist. I think those sound like good. Those are good thoughts. Good cadence for that. Yep. Uh, yeah. I'm just, I'm like grilling my partner inside yeah. my head. I'm just like, are you lying to <laughs> just me? Just tell right me, now? tell me, tell, tell me, me what exactly. you think. But don't make it too mean or else I won't be able and to And you need to tell either. me every day because every day tell I'll me every, think. Yeah. Oh yeah, I wake up anew. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I wake <laughs> yeah. up, my mind is clear. And I'm like, yeah, I know you said you loved me yesterday, but that could be, uh, who knows what happened in the middle of the night. Right, right. You're like an emotional Terminator that gets reset. You reboot yes. every single morning. I'm T-1000, baby. I'm liquid. Yeah. My fucking thoughts mean nothing. I'm just out here to kill. So, yeah, I need I need reassure. I am a fragile. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm so angry. I'm just fragile. Of course, on the of inside. course. Yeah. yeah, yeah. People don't get that about you. I don't, yeah, I don't like, like they I need know, to they understand always, that. They think I'm this fucking mean guy. It's like, no, I'm so fucking fragile on the inside. <laughs> I just need some fucking tender love and care. Right, right. Yeah. You know, so, wow, you guys are getting the fucking juicy scoop on daddy. This mm-hmm. is what the snow brings out, you know? Well, this, and little. yeah, it's it's snow time. It's it's Valentine, V-Day. It's like, V-day. of course, of course, it's going to be about opening up. Right. Uh, you asked <sighs> me if I, if I was worried about, you know, if... uh. Yeah, what's the lady think? Um, I think that 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 she's looking at me not so much thinking like, oh, <laughs> we've got some extra pounds here and we need to figure out what to do with them. It's more like this this guy needs to last. So like, it how how long is this guy gonna last as far as like his health and stuff? We need to make you sure mean, this wait, guy's gonna like go a distance. Long term. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wait, so she's now kind of looking at you as a car, more or less. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it is kind of a car way of looking at it. It's like, she's how many, like, she's if, like kind of a he, struggling stays... single mom, and she's like, look, I got to kind of get this minivan <laughs> through another four years of school, or else I'm going to be totally fucked. Right. It's okay. like, at, at this level, you know, how many miles am I going to get out of this dude? Okay. And I so think... There's... And okay. I share that, by the way. I'm also looking at myself being like, I feel like this is not... <laughs> The miles are because I don't really, you know, I don't care. I'm not a vain guy, you know. It doesn't matter to me uh, how I look too much, you know. Um, but, but okay, here I want to just let me interject for a yeah, second. yeah, yeah. Go ahead because I actually think if we're, you know, all the feminism bullshit, 
you mm-hmm. know, ladies, ladies, I'm talking to you right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. whole thing. This is, we were asked, so. <laughs> we were asked. <laughs> you asked for this. You asked for this, okay? But isn't one of the most feminist things you could do is, like, be very attractive for your female partner? Um, Like, that's, how is that not, like, honoring women? Is like, yep, you deserve a very, you deserve the best looking version of me because i had this one guy one time he kind of blew my mind now obviously i haven't done that sure yeah yeah i was about like, to say I have, <laughs> I'm, I'm saying in my mind i understand that right now, in right. reality i barely think women should vote so there's a huge <laughs> gap between what i say yeah you're a little different I, you're a little I'm, different in that way but my friend one time told me you know i was like we were talking about like haircuts or shaving or something and i was like oh i'm gonna do what i want he was like yeah but here's the thing man like your face is your girlfriend's like mm-hmm. you should do whatever she he was like whatever is on the inside that's you but on the outside you should like try to like make that for her because she's mm-hmm. the one who's like looking at you and like trying to fuck you or whatever so like right if she's like not as attracted to a guy who's like got a green mohawk like maybe don't get a fucking like yeah it's your body or whatever but also it's like she's the one who's got to fuck it supposedly right supposedly supposedly that's something that happens yeah i mean i totally get what you're saying in the terms of like a relationship that you should you know you should want to to be attractive to your partner um but i also think that there's a certain amount of just like for me where i'm at i think we might get to addressing that concern once we get me to a place where it's like i'm healthy ish then we can start talking about you know how do we how do we do some renovations here, you know? <laughs> wait, wait. So you're saying that you need to get to a baseline. Like, right now, she can't... This would be an unfair ask of her to you because you're I think like, so. look, babe, daddy needs a real... Uh, daddy needs tires before we can talk about exactly. if he's going to enter the Indy 500, okay? Right, e- like, exactly, exactly. Right. And and okay. I think I'm totally ready. I get what you're saying. I love this idea of just, like, the only way you can really be a feminist is if you're so fucking hot... You yeah. have to be so hot. Only- you need to drip sex out of every <laughs> pore. And then when they ask you, like, hey, do you know who Susan B. Anthony is? You go, shut the fuck up and let me eat you out. <laughs> that's okay? not That's not how I'm choosing to express my feminism, okay? No. It's through this penis. Right. And it being a very hot penis. Uh, yeah. And it's hard to have a hot cock. Yeah, because they're kind of ugly. They're ugly as fuck, <laughs> you know? They're weird. But yeah, so you gotta have a hot cock, you got a hot body, you gotta have a hot face. Yeah. But once once she tries to penetrate your mind, you're like, nah, bitch, that's all daddy's zone, okay? Right. I live in the manosphere up here. You get to taste <laughs> the package, okay? You get to taste the outside, but I live in the fucking man zone up here. I'm watching a fucking football game while you're telling me. Right, about that's your that's hopes your and insides, dreams. and that's for you. That's okay? for me only. Yeah. That's for me only. That's for daddy. I like that. It's like we need to express with our outward body feminism and inside our mind zone that can be as dirty and nasty as daddy wants it yeah basically i yeah. mean yeah ideally you're so attractive outside that they won't even attempt to ask you a question yeah because if they do they'll find out that you're you know you're like fucking charles manson on the inside yeah they, yeah they this don't is... want to know what's going on in there i think we've been finding out this is actually what joss whedon has been doing the whole time. We've been slowly hey, discovering this. Except he didn't even have a hot bod to distract. That's true. He, he didn't was like a even, nerdy, bald, white dude. He just kind of said, I am a feminist. And people were like, I guess that's true. 
Oh my god, he made a woman vampire show. He must love ladies. God, I fucking love this world. But I mean, look, I don't know a single thing about this guy. I, I honestly, I never watched Buffy. I don't know shit about yeah. that world. But I just, uh, there was a certain comic in town who was a huge fan of Joss. And she was this big feminist lady. And she would always have jo- jokes about him. I was like, you know what? I bet you that guy's going to turn out to be a fucking creep. Because all those dudes who get celebrated for yeah. feminism, yeah. nine out of ten times, it's like, why are you so loud about this, bud? <laughs> why are you so out, what, what's what's why do you got to beat your chest about how much you support women like that's fucking weird that's like this we don't here's the thing for some reason we haven't caught on to when guys i think we are now but when guys do the you know i'm a huge supporter of women right and they we we don't buy that bullshit i mean we've literally have the joke oh so you have a black friend that's the exact same thing yeah it really Anytime is a white person <laughs> is like anyways i got black friends so i'm i'm chill we don't let that fly but for some reason we let these fucking tubby comic book guys say how much they love women and then it turns out oh yeah they are total pieces of shit i'm done man we got to be more of us more guys who just you know we're hot on the outside we're fucking animals on the inside and we know what we are and that's who we are and no one can fucking tell us no one can be surprised no that's the thing you can't surprise anybody in this right right yeah i really you are i really like this idea of like trying to get a feminist body like Uh, yes and that be and that meaning really hot i think this is a new cultural thing we could start come gutters yeah wait what (laughs) Cum gutters, you know. The oh yeah, cum gutters. Points okay, to your sure. Dick. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, I, you, I, you got them. I got them. We all got them, boys. <laughs> well, I've always liked kinda... the V, the V thing because it feels like it's like a guide post. Like it's oh, like it it's is. down here. Like it's a funnel, baby. And <laughs> hopefully, there's something good at the end of that funnel. But we always kind of talk shit about the buff dudes and like, though they don't care about women. But it's like, in some ways, they care about women much more than we do. I think that's fair. The guys yeah. going to the gym four days a week and posting thirst traps on Instagram are giving ladies what? We're giving them this fucking podcast. Fuck no, this they podcast. don't want this. They don't yeah. want this dumb podcast. No. They want to get fucking rammed by a hot guy. <laughs> what are we doing? We hate women. Apparently, we're fucking not feminists. I'm telling you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think next time, you know, if if some guys like I'm a huge, you know, if, if if another Whedon type comes along and says, "Hey, I'm a huge feminist," and I would be like, okay, we'll prove it then. You need to get really hot right now. Right now. Start yeah. drop down and give me fifty, you piece of shit. Right, right. Cause I'm you know and they'll be like, Oh, but I do X thing for women and it's this thing that I do. I'm like, Well well, if you're not hot, it doesn't really make that much sense, now does it? I don't give a fuck about your Could stance be on Roe v. Wade. Shut the fuck up and look right. hot. Right. Be hot now, okay? Be hot now is be the hot new now. feminist <laughs> mantra that we need to be putting out to these dudes, be hot. our brothers. Yeah. Be hot now. Come yeah. on. Yeah. I love that. That's a good, that's that's going to be a number one best-selling book right there. Yep. Be hot now. Yep. So, and it's not a self-help book either. It's not even going to tell you how to do it. It's just going to no. command you to be hot now. Yeah. And, it's going to kind of shame you into it. Yeah. <laughs> And shame always works, I'd say. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've always thought, you know, there's self-help books, but what about self-shame books? Right. You know? All these people saying you're good enough. It's like, no, how about you're not good enough? How about, yeah, yeah. You're how fucking about, awful. How about, I'm not going to tell you, you buy this book. I'm not even going to tell you how to do the thing that I'm saying you should do. It's just 500 pages of telling you that you're a failure and you need to do things different. Okay? Yeah, like whatever led you to buy this book, shows me that you are a fucking loser yeah yeah and that 
uh, it's got to turn around or you're going to be a total waste of your human life. I've always liked those, uh, you know, those like four dummies books where it's yeah. like X thing, four dummies. Right. What if it was like X four big loser assholes? Exactly. And then when you open up, it'll say like a subject would be like computer science for big loser assholes. And then you open it up and it just says stuff like you suck at computer science you big loser asshole you should yeah. be good at that you little piece of shit why aren't you coding right now you fucking asshole <laughs> and you just keep flipping through it expecting it to eventually teach you and no it's it's literally just 500 pages of shame baby yeah and that'll get you to code yeah that will get you to code it will get some i mean some people you know i think some, some people, people just need that. a lot of negative feedback an excessive well, amount some people, I mean, that's why people join the military, you know? I, I, I've always wanted a man to yell at me to get into shape and to, like, lead my right. life. Yeah, Honestly, I mean. Honestly, if I could do the military with, that, with like, some type of guarantee, and I, I, this is, you know, probably borderline fascist of me, and I'm lucky I don't have any real power, but <laughs> I would love if we sent everybody through some type of military, military service yeah i mean actually there's plenty of countries that we you probably wouldn't call fascist that right. have mandatory military service but i would do it fascist oh, okay I would, you would, I would make it fascist <laughs> is what i'm saying i'm glad i don't have that power because i know i would totally make it fascist right right so it's not inherently fascist but you're like no i i it would I be wrong charge, I, it, it would, would be, be wrong be. if i did it yeah. yeah yeah and so i recognize it myself um but yeah dude just have like everybody I mean, fucking Israel, when I was over there, it's like everybody talks to each other in a way that they're like, okay, well, at least I know this motherfucker went through the military. Right. Like yeah, everybody, hey. men and women, you know, like right. they all have this vibe to each other where they're like, look, we all have one very big shared experience. Yeah. Yeah. And here we sense. don't like here, like, you know what? I know Shane, who's an ex-military, but there, I don't know a lot of ex-military guys. I have a few friends who joined. Right. Um, but besides that, it's mostly like you don't know. But over there, man, it's just like, yeah. I mean, they kind of all hate it because they lose two years of their 20s and they immediately all try to travel to Europe and fucking party hard. And oh, whatever, my God. But, yeah, fuck that. Holy shit. You'd have to give up two years of your 20s? But what if you got something in return? Like, what if you got like 50 grand at the end of it and you could do whatever you wanted, you know? Okay, I like that. And if, you'd be hot, Hunter. Do you understand? And you'd I would be, be hot, yeah. Because you would come out of there with a six-pack. I mean, what? So you go when you're 18. Look, Hunter, I don't know about you. Daddy won't get no pussy when he was 18, all right? So yeah. I would have lost no years. In fact, I would have come out and lost, still lost my virginity when I lost it anyway. So <laughs> I would have been just fine. Still could have made that train. <laughs> could have made that train. <laughs> Choo-choo coming in at 20 years old. This fucking loser. Uh, could have done that, but I would have had like a six pack. I would have had some biceps. I would have been confident. Right. A better feminist have, we've, as we've already established. I would have been a great feminist and I would have, you know, I mean, I see nothing wrong with this plan. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's too late now. You know, I'm 31. I'm 33 and nothing is working out for me. We should try and join the military. That would Ooh, be hilarious to me. Hell if yeah. we actually were like, hey, we really want to serve. And they would please, just be like, you know, please, we're not serve. really hurting like that for people yeah. yet. Like, We're actually doing a withdrawal, so we're good. <laughs> we are good right now. We are totally chill. But that's awesome that, uh, that you want to serve. It's just uh, you're kind of you, just to hear a military dude look at me and be like, well, you're 31. Like. 
you're kind of used up now as far well, as the military is concerned. This is what happens. They deny us and we're going to we we go from not getting in the military to starting our own fucking militia and then oh, they're going to be go. sorry. Yeah. Because those guys, they got nobody looking after them. Oh man, think about a militia that's specifically just for people that tried to get in the military and failed. That sounds Too late. great. Yeah. Yeah. Just like a, a kind I mean, of like the volunteer fire department type man, deal. The amount of dangerous psychopaths that you would be dealing with for the guys who couldn't make the US military. Yeah, be, that'd be pretty uh, fucked. Yep. Be a fun it'd be a fun hang. It'd be a fun fucking hang. But um <laughs> <laughs> you know. Hey folks, we're here, we're doing it. Um you know, Hunter lives out in these fucking hills. Yeah, out in I the live hills. In the city. Have you ever lived in the suburbs? Um you ever had like a suburban upbringing? No, but to be honest, like Northwest Arkansas kind of feels like a bunch of suburbs with no giant city to okay. like it, 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 it feels like, like Bentonville specifically, which is like right next oh, to right. where I live. Walmart, Walmartville. Yeah. It looks like, it looks like Beaverton, man. I mean, it's, it, it feels yeah. exactly like Beaverton. So, well, we're talking about the suburbs. That was the great transition that mm-hmm. I made. Yeah, from- no, I liked it. But uh, yeah, we read this article on Vice about retrofitting the suburbs um, because all these fucking big box stores and shopping malls are mm-hmm. fucking dying, and they're like, "Well, what are we gonna do?" So, I I'm from Minneapolis proper. You've been to my hometown. Oh yeah. And uh, the suburbs when I was growing up were kind of this like you didn't really fuck with the suburbs. Like you were kind of like you looked down on, you looked down on the suburbs because you kind of felt that they looked down it was on what, you. Oh, okay. Like it was too uppity. Kind of. I yeah. mean, and like you know, like they had better schools, they had more yeah. money for sport. Like right, you just right. kind of got the vibe that like, and you were always kind of like, well, why do you want to live out there when the city is? You kind of felt like, is the city not good enough for you? Right. You know, you like a, yeah. Yeah, like you had to leave, like the like what's wrong with the city? And it's not like <laughs> I grew up in like a poor neighborhood. You know, I had a, like a middle class, pretty solidly middle class upbringing. You know, mm-hmm. but, but you guys public, were in the city. You guys were not in the suburbs. We were in the city, and you know, we went to public schools, and you know, like we were. That was just kind of you know the kind of family we were and the kind mm-hmm. of kid I was. But like, yeah, you got this vibe of like, oh man, like why do they always have the nicest shit? You know, why do they always have like, I don't know. There was just a vibe to them mm-hmm. and uh, I never really liked it, you know, and I never wanted to live out there either because it seems so fucking boring. Yeah, I, I've i never really understood the appeal of suburbs, even though it's like essentially the American dream, right, is right. to live in a suburb. Uh, but it's never really, I guess besides, I get the home ownership part because, uh I mean, owning a home doesn't sound actually really that exciting, but having an or asset having like kids. that. There's yeah. nothing about the dream Ugh. that I even wanted. Anymore. Yeah, no, I'm not signed on to any of it. But in, in a financial way, I can understand the appeal of owning sure. a house because that's right. something you can do stuff with. I mean, it has value and then you live in it. I don't know. Um, but overall, yeah, nothing about a suburb has ever appealed to me. And I've never liked even just being in a suburb really at all. Yeah, like it's it's uh, it feels like um, anytime I go go out to one of them, I always feel this kind of alien sense. Like it feels it feels like kind of false, you know. It feels right. like a facade. 
um, where you just don't feel like, I mean, I people say it, but it, it doesn't really have any soul. You're just like, so this is just a bunch of strip malls and these kind right. of zipper, zipper communities. And, and then, well, I mean, it. it's what it's, it's like a way to sort of say like, okay, so the city is maybe a little too, there's, it's a little bit too much of a melting pot, right? So yeah. I'm going to live in this suburb that you can only live in if you have, you know, the kind of means that I have or whatever. Like we have like gated communities out here uh, sure. that are that just like on a very like literal sense where it's literally right. like you can't go in because there's like a security guard that's going to be like, why Why are you coming in here? Essentially. Dude, the best, uh, <laughs> this summer there was a sports writer uh this guy who i think writes for espn and he was on twitter and you know minneapolis where the george floyd protest started and mm -hmm. they were like you know burning down like whole buildings and shit right the target and the target but there was also like uh, there was also like an apartment building that was under construction that just burned to the ground oh, i didn't know that to be uh, yeah, yeah it was going to be for low-income housing so <laughs> good job but um he was like on twitter he was like hell yeah like this this city I think he lived in Minnesota, so he was like, hell yeah, like, this city does need to burn. He was a black guy, actually. And then, like, an hour later, he was like, he lived in a gated community. He was like, this is fucked up. They're trying to get into our, <laughs> they're trying to get into our neighborhood. <laughs> he was like, we got to get the cops out here. <laughs> and he just, like, the fucking yes to not in my neighborhood, not in my backyard, in the span of an hour was right. so fucking funny to watch. But, uh, yeah, man, it's that it's that thing where it's just like... I don't, you know, a lot of these people, like, they still like the city because that's where all the action is. They just don't want to have to, like, be a part of it. Like, they want to go mm -hmm. downtown. Totally, totally. They want to drink. They want to go to the theater or whatever. But then they want to be like, all right, now we get to drive a half an hour out and go back to our safer neighborhood. We don't want if, to have to I live mean, amongst if even the people. A a lot of the stuff now at this point, a lot of suburbs are just connected to the city via the same public transit stuff. Sure. Like in, if you live out in Beaverton outside of Portland, like you can take the, uh, what is it? The light rail the into max, Portland. Yeah. yeah. The max. Yeah. 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 It's different. Um, but so this article is all about how basically a lot of these things that we kind of think, I feel like when you, we, you and I were growing up, what we thought about the suburbs aren't really true anymore. Like right. it's, when I was growing up, I was like, that's where the rich people live. Not like there weren't rich people in the city, but that was like, you were rich. Um, you know, it was mostly white. And now mm -hmm. this article is talking about like, there's a lot more diversity. Um, there's a lot of poverty in the suburbs now. So like they weren't able to escape at all. You know, there's a lot of right. people living in poverty in the suburbs. And the overall thing is that most of these people are no longer into the idea of the suburbs in this way they were like, they don't like that. It's just blocks and blocks of housing and they have to drive everywhere. Like, yeah, the community is, yeah, right. There's nothing to do in the suburbs. And so people who are moving out there want it to be more of like an urban like experience where they have shit to mm -hmm. do because yeah, like when you drive out there, you're like, what do you fucking people do out here? There's nothing to do out here. Right. You can go to the, the local, mall the strip mall there's no parks ever dude i mean some of these suburbs of minnesota they don't even have sidewalks like you have to walk yeah in yeah the street like and you're like i guess because they just assume like no one is gonna fucking walk i guess i don't know it was just that always creeped me out i was like what kind of neighborhood doesn't have fucking sidewalks for right people? yeah you don't need to be outside ever um 
Yeah, no, I mean, there, there's a lot of neighborhoods out here that have that feeling of just like, you should never be, there's no reason to ever be outside, I guess. Like, yeah, like, just don't be outside. You right. can go somewhere and go be outside there, but you don't need to be outside near your house no <laughs> you gotta fucking get in the car you gotta go to costco you gotta mm -hmm. get a fucking five pound jar of mayonnaise and fucking you know wrap <laughs> rub, rub it all over your body right yeah yeah uh, lay it home in I your mean, mayonnaise that's what I bed do. that's what i whenever i got into the suburbs i was a big costco mayo boy mayo boy yeah yeah, yeah. but uh i like this idea that they're talking about basically like turning all these big things that kind of don't have a use you know probably because of amazon and all these places like no one needs to go shopping anymore right but they're at least using these spaces to do something with rather than just because dude man it is so depressing to see these you know these fucking giant like former best buys like there's no no business can move into those buildings anymore there's mm -hmm. no no one is gonna st oh yeah we can we need a hundred thousand square feet or whatever like no one needs that shit nah yeah there's there's absolutely no point I mean, there's almost like we're at a point where it seems like the only bit to me, as far as the retail space goes, and obviously this is like maybe changing faster for people our age than like older people that might still be a little attached to the idea of going to a brick and mortar place. But to me, it's like if I'm buying something, the only two things that really appeal to me is like kind of like the Costco approach where it's a giant warehouse and I know that I can get a lot of a thing or it's like a discount but the idea of like a small store basically makes no sense because i can just buy that on on the old internet so it's like if i go to a place for me i kind of would expect to get a deal which is maybe an odd thing to expect because it's like yeah. i went to you you know what i mean so like in a way, right. I almost feel like <laughs> I should get something. a little something because I came here. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's kind of true. Like they're maybe not seen anymore as like helping you out. You're like, bitch, I helped you out. Right. I came here to your store to buy when your I, stuff. I could have sat at home. You know, I could just order this at home. Like, right. <laughs> right. No, it's true. I feel like what's happening and kind of what they talked about in this article is that like either. I think the that I think that big box store probably won't go away like anytime soon because mm -hmm. you know like you don't want to buy I mean I'm sure some people do this but I think the majority of people like I don't want to go grocery shopping online I don't want to buy right. I like want to go and pick out my own stuff and and yeah grocery stores are definitely grocery definitely stores but safe. I also think like the big box store like there's still going to be enough people who want to go to a place to buy their own TV mm -hmm. or to buy I'm talking you about know, the the small like the idea you know like uh well it doesn't exist anymore which but like like a Radio Shack like a small store yes. that just sells like a few things right and I don't think those really have any reason to exist anymore so like if we're talking about a strip mall where it's a bunch of little stores like that essentially I don't think there's any place in society for that stuff you can put restaurants in it that makes sense people still I mean obviously not now right restaurants aren't really a thing but. You know. I think the the only way that small businesses seem to be, and I mean this is an this like I just feel like there is like and maybe it's like Portland, but the small businesses that do well are these like very unique niche places yes. that people yes. are like I want to go to there because yeah like a Radio Shack is just like you don't get any experience out of going to a no. Radio Shack. No, I mean you're just like oh, okay I want to I want a new uh, monitor. 
I know exactly what I want. There's no joy for me to go drive, to park, to buy it, mm-hmm. to, to, to deal with the, the guy at the desk who tries to sell you the warranty. You're like, I can do one click. I can beat off the same time and right. I can fucking... So, yeah. But the stores that like are making it or the people that are making it are like, okay, you don't... You want to go there. You want to like see the place. You want to whatever. It's like half... Um, It's like essentially retail the like middle ground of retail has sort of died out. So to, to fix that, especially in Portland, you have these people that are like fusing retail with like a tourism aspect. Yeah. Like the fact that the very first time I ever went to Portland, when I visited the very first thing anyone told me to do was to go to pals books, right. which is essentially a bookstore that is also a tourist location. Yeah. And that philosophy just kind of runs through all of the smaller retail spots in Portland. I feel like they're all shooting for that, that aspect of, you know, this is a place where you might want to buy some of this stuff, but also coming here, just kind of chill. So yeah. it's fun to do. So I guess and, just come. And now also a lot of these spaces though are kind of positioned as like, hey man, like, which I agree with, like, it's better for the community that you buy your shit here rather than from, from Jeff Bezos. Yes, totally. Like Powell, Powell's, anytime you read Powell's, it's like, three sentences somebody's gonna say and yeah like i just don't want to fucking support amazon like that's what people will say yeah but um you know a lot of these places in the suburbs they weren't ever a powell's like there wasn't like an institutional bookstore that's been there for (laughs) 40 years it's just like oh the barnes and noble went out of business so what are we gonna fucking do well we'll turn it into a place where people can live or people can you know uh uh, they're talking a lot about they'll set they'll set up like little markets where it, again it's like these very small things that people actually do want to go to, mm-hmm. and a lot of it is just built around like people clearly want to be around other people. I mean, obviously we're going to learn this like people are going to be starved for this once this pandemic is over. But like right. people, I don't want to talk to anybody, but I want to be around other people. Yeah, that's yeah. like my. That's vibe. interesting. You're weird. Like, I. I don't want to like, cause they're talking about all these spaces and they even mentioned in the article, like people like we want to like, you want to build a park where people could all go to a movie on a summer night. It's like, I don't want to go meet people, mm-hmm. but I do want to like go. I want to be around other people. Right. You know? Right. I don't want to fucking, I mean, cause that's just the kind of person I am. I don't want to fucking like, yeah, but yeah, you do yeah. want opportunities yeah, yeah. to meet, to like be around the public. Like it's an, it's right. Weird right. That but, it's, but if they talk, if they talk to you, get the fuck away from no, me. No, that's a no, 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 no. See, that's the thing is like when I'm at the grocery store, bro, I always take the self checkout. Yeah. Because I'm like, nah, if I cannot do, if I cannot have that two minute interaction with that human, I'll, I'll get. Like, it'll save me so much anxiety on the inside to not do the small talk thing. Right, right. Yeah. Give me a robot. Give me yeah. a cold, hard robot any day of the week. I think it's funny that self-checkout, which has been a thing now for a long time. Oh, yeah. 15 years or something. I think it's funny that it is still just like an option and not a thing that actually took over. So it does kind of feel like now it is a personality thing yes. and not like a logistical thing. It's yeah. like, hey, if if you don't want to see somebody for even a second, like at all, here's the like the kind of introverted like freak area. Yeah. Go yes. over here. If you can't totally. stand talking to a person for even a second. OK, 
a well, little and, spot yeah, for you. It's it's for the freaks and the thieves because you also <laughs> generally steal something yeah, yeah, yeah. or market the wrong price. So, oh yeah, yeah it's so I'm bad. I'm both. The 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 grift of essentially using the self checkout to ring up your fruits and vegetables oh. to be whatever the fuck you want it to be. Man, I was a big for some reason every grocery store trip I was buying a lot of sunflower seeds for like a fucking <laughs> three cents a pound <laughs> and i was just like hey man if no one's checking you know i don't know what you want me to do i love the idea of taking that to its extreme and buying like a giant pile of fruits and vegetables yes. and you set them all on the thing at once and saying sunflower seeds that's I a bought hilarious 14 image. pounds of sunflower seeds and it was 2.95 so uh leave me alone Beautiful. yeah dude yeah yeah that but, one's that it's like you'd have to be a fool not to do that one time i i was buying like organic something like yeah. organic bananas and i actually rang it in as organic bananas and not just regular bananas you feel and like, i can't believe you feel me. like you're just hitting yourself in the balls there's yeah. no reason for that type of self there's literally no reason to because even let's say the super store the the grocery store cop was like hey what's going on here right you know what the answer is you just say like oh whoops you won. You're out. You're done, dude. Like you, you, you. There's absolute. Oh, whoops! In that situation, it's fucking bulletproof. Yeah, you could just be like, "Well, it's it's weird that you guys don't have a person checking me out." <laughs> yeah, yeah. There you go. It's weird you, that you gave me this option. Yeah, you gave me this. But um, yeah, man. I don't know. I always when I I really like I kind of like thinking about like the built environment and how we all fucking relate and like yeah, mm -hmm. like you know like. The one thing I will say about Minneapolis and Portland, and it's like kind of hack at this point, but it really is. I mean, for me as like a biker, it's so fucking easy in this town. Right. I mean, yeah, it rains, but as soon as you get the rain gear, like you're biking. And that's why I'm getting fucking fat is because I used to bike fucking <laughs> 50 miles a week right. just to open mics and shit. And now I don't get any of that exercise, but I can bike from one end of the town to the other in 45 minutes. That's great. That's amazing. Whereas, like, like, in those suburbs, though, like, dude, like, it's terrifying as a biker. Anytime yeah. I've had to be out in the suburbs, like, randomly, if, like, for a job interview or something, and I biked out there, I'm just like, dude, this is, they don't want me out here. Like, you can just, you get the vibe. Yeah. They're like, what are you doing out here on a fucking bike, bro? Right. It's not fun. Yeah, and they're just, I mean, a lot of a lot of the city, city to suburb uh, infrastructure type stuff, it would make no sense to try and traverse that. I'm thinking of like, like I remember uh, last time I was in Nashville, which was like a couple years ago. I remember actually thinking about how you would get around, and I was just like, this doesn't even this doesn't even make sense. There's no way that you're getting from the suburbs to into into the city doing cool things and then getting back uh, the way that you can do essentially in Portland. Yeah. Um, it's like it's like the one thing about Portland that I think is like ultimately 100% awesome. And there's no there's really no drawbacks to it in my opinion. It's just like completely solid. And this is somebody that d I don't bike, so right. No, but it's just I mean, yeah. And the thing that overall, I mean, this article is pretty long and they talk about a lot of stuff, but basically, you know, just like the trend to make these suburbs more livable for people because mm -hmm. that's like what people want, but it always blows my mind because when you think about like the suburbs or you think about cities, even though they are man-made, like you know, I never am like, like these are all 
man-made problems. Mm-hmm. You know, like you you kind of think about them as almost inevitable. Like, oh yeah, I guess the suburbs are just they suck. But it's like, well, they only suck because we made them suck. We didn't do it the right way. So now, you know, it sucks. So you can not you can make I don't know. It almost gives you like hope. Like, yeah, I guess we could fix all this shit. Like we won't. Oh, and totally. I have, and I have no interest in helping. But <laughs> you know, I can, I could, if I wanted to, I could be part of the solution, right? You know, Damn. like it yeah. is weird when you start to think, like, oh yeah, like we are kind of just shooting ourselves in the foot here, guys. But again, like I'm, I just want to get to become a good comedian. I don't want to. Yeah, yeah, we're. I don't we're... want to take this like brain and actually use it for a problem that could like you know help anybody. I just want right. to like. But there know. are models like that. There, there are things we could do. Um, with all of this stuff uh, that does make sense. Um, have you ever heard of uh, Red Vienna? Are you familiar no. with... Uh, it's like, a, it's like a, a period of time in... Uh, where's Vienna? Austria. Um, where uh, they had... Uh, there, there's actually a lot of aspects of it that I don't understand, but I watched a video about this period of time where they started getting really into uh, public housing, like mm. essentially essentially what we would call in the states like projects yeah uh, but they're like actually really nice and people like wanted to live in them yeah and i remember just watching this video of that be like and realizing like oh that's something people have done like made housing for for people that essentially essentially they they took this space that no one was using and then they built like a, a giant complex with lots and lots of uh units uh and then they didn't do it shitty, like they didn't do a bad job, right? Uh, and then essentially, and the government did this. So the government bought private land, and then was like, "Hey, we're going to build this uh, this complex to house people in. Uh, it's not going to be crummy, uh, and essentially, people can live in it where they basically only have to pay enough for it to not cost money in order to um, like like they're just paying the." the maintenance for it essentially so it's like super cheap to right. live in um and they did this in vienna and it was like super popular and like people of all walks of life like wanted to live in the public housing in austria because essentially took something that you know in most countries it's like the idea of government buying how you know paying for housing for people it just kind of feels like oh that's that's like kind of like a, a crummy thing to have to resort to but if if it's done well, uh, it's actually a very attractive option to people because it creates this like beautiful sense of uh, community because you have all these families living in close proximity to each other and they're not living in like a shitty sitch. Right. So it's lots of wonderful things have been done. And it's like, we have, we have all of this. We basically have all this shit everywhere uh, in all of these different suburbs that are just like failed, pointless businesses that, if the government was so inclined, like we could buy this land up and turn it into uh, places where people could live with some dignity, you know? Yeah, we also could just turn it into like a laser tag, and I'd think that'd That's be a That's true. Better it could use. be a laser tag. I'd yeah. Be, I, I'm seeing a lot of opportunities Ooh, for laser it's hard tag. to out know there. what to do, uh, public housing or laser what if, tag. Yeah. What if it was kind of like a, uh, we'll turn them into temporary laser tags, but if you win the game, will give you a house yeah but if you lose the game 
you get nothing. So you mean kind of like, is this what the Hunger Games is? I forget. I, yeah. I, I've never seen I, those movies, but. It is, except oh, okay. like, I just do it with laser tag. Like, it wouldn't be cruel oh, okay, enough. Because okay. in, in the Hunger Games, like, <laughs> the Hunger Games, is it's it's children dying. <laughs> like, it's like. Oh, they're killing each other. Like, <laughs> yeah, like <dude>. child murder. <laughs> it, it's so funny that that movie series became this, like, big hit because, I mean, and I guess they made the movies and the books in a way that wasn't super, but the concept is, and in the movies you see kids die. Mm-hmm. So you're like, okay, this is like the, fa- this is like the, the film series that families get behind is like right. watching these, these well, children like, die. I mean, the way it's presented, I assume is like kind of like a fantasy adventure type movie. Like it's yeah. not like brutal, is it? Like, well, what's not brutal about killing kids for <laughs> that's for, for your point. for your ghetto? Like it's yeah. like it's like, hey, there's twelve ghettos, and uh, each one's gonna have to have a child representative, and uh, out of the twelve, eleven will die, and one will be the victor, and then they get some. I don't even want, know what they get. Some special thing. It was obvious, you know. What's that chick's name? Who's in it? Jennifer something. Uh, Jennifer Lawrence. That's Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah, she kind of made her career on that actually. Yeah, yes. killing kids. That's how yeah. she fucking made it in this game. Yeah, kids, kids killing each other. Kids uh, killing have you each ever, other. Have you ever seen? Because uh, I, because I know, I know Hunger Games. Like, yeah, this is you. Ha- I feel like watching those movies, you would have to really think about the premise and the concept to feel this, though. But have you ever seen um, the Japanese movie Battle Royale? No, but I know that it's similar. Where it's 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 super similar, except for it is not really presented as like. I mean, I guess there are aspects of it where it's like an adventure movie, but it is just presented like, all right, these kids are going to kill each other now. And they yeah. just and they just do. And some of them do it right away. That's the best thing about it is that, you know, they, these kids all get kidnapped and they show, they they wake up and they're on this island. This is like right. the, the first like 20 minutes of the movie. I'm not going to spoil any more of it than that. But uh, and then these adults are like, everyone will be given a weapon. Uh, and then you just have like a certain amount of time to just kill each other. And and a lot of them are like freaked out, but some of them are just like, let's do this. Like I'm ready to go. Oh yeah. Um, well, that's how it would be. There would be some people who would be fucking yeah. stoked. <laughs> There'd be some people who would be fucking stoked. That's a great movie though. Uh, it's it's it, it's fairly goofy, but it's also like really um, dark and fun. I haven't seen it in a long time, but it just reminded me of that. Yeah, in the classic English. English uh freshman English Lord of the Flies you got to get that one in there. Yeah, it's very much the Battle Battle Royale is definitely playing off of uh Lord of the Flies. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Man, when I was smart and I was reading books like Lord of the Flies, huh? God. <laughs> I was just a guy on the We read fuck- that we, I mean you had to be like 16 when you read that. And That's I was when like, you Damn, that- <laughs> I'm fucking deep, bro. Look I'm at deep. me. I'm under I'm understanding how people will gang up on little piggy over here and fucking, <laughs> you know? That piggy death scene in that Lord of the Flies is still one of the like things I can remember about you know like because mm-hmm. they describe it as like him falling back on these rocks and his like head splits open and there's all this yeah. like, pink stuff falling out of his head and you're just like you're like I was like hell yeah dude look at me oh I'm fucking God. an adult <laughs> I'm a fucking adult reading over here bro shit dude uh you know what actually this reminds me of another I, I'm gonna. I have to talk about movies a little bit because you, oh, yeah. you're, you're bringing this yeah, up. I can tell your cock is hard. There is this really good movie that came out in 2019, uh, which there were a shit ton of good movies that came out in 2019, but there was one that kind of flew under the radar that I just want to recommend to people. Uh, it was called Monos. Um, 
It was a movie. It was very much like a Lord of the Flies type situation, but with um, like child soldiers. Uh, and I believe oh, it was sick. it was in like South America, like the Andes Mountains. Um, the acting in it is really good, and it even features like one of the only adults in the movie was like an actual child soldier that they oh, got to be in the, I mean, he's a, he's a grown adult now, but right. like he lived through that shit and it has a very like real like tone to it. Um, and I believe there's like, there's some guy in it. That's like a Disney channel actor. Who's like trying to like kind of break uh, out of that by being in this be like hard hardcore. Yeah. yeah. But to be honest though, like they're, they're like it, it's one of those movies where you watch it and you're like, damn, this was a fucking, this was not a fun movie to make this probably sucked ass so hell yeah monos baby we monos two, check it two, out it's a good two movie thumbs up we give two thumbs up on this pod for monos and for child soldiers because we're yeah. also a big fan of child <laughs> warfare so uh in all cases for diamonds in africa for fucking various civil wars i am a big proponent of children being soldiers Okay, good. Yes. I like uh I I think kids should be doctors. That's that's the profession I'm trying to get kids into. I think kid doctors would Dude, be fun. No. You want a fucking 12-year-old doing open heart surgery? No. I want I mean, you want a 12-year-old doing like to open up your heart. Combat. But yeah, that's a different thing. <laughs> when the when the object is killing, kids are going to be great at it cuz kids can destroy a sandcastle like uh-huh. no other. But you I don't want any fucking kid who's can you imagine some kid who's just thinking about pussies? Like, I'm fucking 13. All I want to do is jack off, and he's just doing a fucking double bypass. Fuck that. Yeah. Okay, sure. You went straight to child surgeons, but I think there's, like, things we could have them do that would be fun. How about um, child therapists? Yeah, you go that's to your what time, I'm thinking. <laughs> you're, like, talking about situations that the kid has never possibly <laughs> experienced yet. <laughs> oh, hell yeah, folks. We're having fun. Um... Well, we didn't get any advice, I'll say that. And I feel like Oh yeah. We might have to set up an email because I don't feel like anybody's going to Venmo whoa. us. Because whoa. no, cuz then they, their problems are attached to a person. And we oh, they that's might want to be anonymous. anonymous. So mm. I'm going to set up an email. Okay, and, uh, fine. I I mean, I understand. We still would appreciate some type of money, but I don't know how you're going to get us that with still remaining anonymous. Just maybe Venmo us and be like, hey, great show, and then anonymously send us dude, a yeah. thing. We'll never we figure it out. We're dumb, dude. We are oh, so we are dumb. We're so dumb. I mean, I'm advocating for child soldiers, okay? Like, <laughs> do you really think that this guy's going to put two and two together? Yeah. No, he so, won't figure it out. We'll be fine. Okay, so we're so this is the official announcement. We're yes, getting an email. Getting we don't email. have it yet, but we're going to get I'll one. I'll get it. In about a, I'll get around to it. You can check back in a month and we'll have an email. We'll get there. We'll okay. get there, folks. In the meantime, though, hit us up on Venmo. Any amount of money will do. Uh, but yep. the show's not free, so you have to pay for it. Pay for that shit. Um, I am at Hunty Huntro. I'm at the Comedian Jake. And, uh, you know, we're open to to more critiques money mm-hmm. mostly money you know mostly money but yeah. critiques are okay but we would like money first critiques are are fine but uh, we need the money god. too money yeah. is god yeah. yeah money is god so yeah wherever you're at enjoy the snow um you know enjoy the ice yeah enjoy your fucking you know your hats 
your mm-hmm. fucking lady problems, whatever the fuck those are, you know, that I'm not going to investigate. But I will, right after this pod, I'm going to do some push-ups for you gals, okay? Because I am a nice. true feminist. I'm trying to get these guns soaked with sex appeal so you guys can go, wow, that guy loves women. I can't wait till I have my feminist body. Yeah, and Hunter is Hunter's getting close to being, you know... Uh, men's rights activist with the yeah, body he's I have, got. So, I have an MRA body. <laughs> yeah, this kinda motherfucker has got a straight MRA as a body. So I have a red make pill sure, ass body. Yeah, Hunter is virgin on getting himself black pilled at this point. It is getting <laughs> crucially dangerous. So I'm going to have to reach out to his lady friend and make sure that he's on a fucking workout program. And uh, because I'm going to do it. I'm going to be more I'm, feminist. I just want to say this. I am the red pill guy on this podcast. Oh, yeah. For I sure. can't have you dipping below me in the black pill nah, zone with nah, your fucking yeah. flap. So get your That's shit not gonna together. Work. Yeah. And uh, yeah, you got to be the fucking spunky, hot, gay one, and I'll be the red pill <laughs> maniac. And. Uh, <laughs> And well, and that's and that's the vibe, folks. So uh, that's yeah, we'll us. see you. We'll see you guys soon. Yeah. Good luck. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>